We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. fantasy sports i'm jake latarski joined today as always on tuesdays by john mckechnie if you're out there on twitter give john a follow at johnny mckex you can follow me at jake ski 52 here we've got a 15 game slate here this evening but uh before we get going john had a pretty interesting idea for an icebreaker uh, question here i promise the podcast is about baseball but john wants to know first what is the weirdest grocery store ritual that you have seen either in person or you practice yourself uh, for me, you know, th- this really kind of uh, started jogging in my mind when uh, I was at the grocery store, I'd say like a week and a half ago. And, you know, you always like hear the stories or, or like, you know, the the movie Clerks where, where you have the uh, g- school guidance counselor that has lost his mind and he's like going through the egg cartons and, and then smashing them on the glass or whatever. But I did see somebody just kind of real like overdo like i understand checking your eggs make sure they're not broken but like this person was really getting intense with with his egg selection really just kind of examining <laughs> all 12 in the dozen making sure that all of them were up to snuff uh you know you all, you can also see people that are that are uh 
very specific about their milk ritual. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, trying to find the one with the magical date that's that's somehow magically two or three months uh, more, like <laughs> till it expires more than the rest of them in the bunch. See, see that I'm guilty of, John. I'm I'm one who's going to reach all the way to the back of the shelf and try to grab the one that was put that was put there. Because, especially with milk, I'm not a big milk sure. drinker, so like if I get an extra two or three days on there, that's huge for me. I'll do it with like those boxes of spinach too, yeah. or arugula, that kind of thing. I always try to find like baked salad and milk. Those are the two big things I do it for, just to save myself a couple extra days get a couple extra days of freshness there but it does bother the heck out of me when i see people just like with their hands that they probably just like scratch their butt with (laughs) like touching every single bit of produce and eggs and stuff it's just like yeah if you're gonna class it up at one place be a grocery store so seriously our two cents there but anyway this is a podcast about baseball believe it or not and we're gonna talk about daily fantasy baseball quite the slate tonight uh a lot of aces on the mound john there's madison bumgarner at eleven thousand eight hundred. Jose Fernandez at 11,000. He gets the Cubs, though, so that could get a little dicey. Carlos Carrasco at 10-1. DeGrom at 10-1. And David Price at 10-1 here. Now, pretty high-priced options, John. Are you looking at that top tier, or are we going to kind of reach down into the middle tier where there are actually, let's see here, six options at $9,000 or above? Um, let's see. I mean, for me, the, this uh, this top tier is about as rich as we've seen uh, in recent Tuesdays, I feel like yeah, I feel like usually we get like maybe one or two guys that that are worth paying up uh, that sort of amount. I mean, Bumgarner, you know, they're really squeezing you by putting him at eleven eight, but that matchup is so favorable; it's going to be hard to to not throw mm-hmm. a cash lineup together with that. Uh, but for me personally. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of cap relief and and do some upside here. I'm going to go with Lance McCullers actually at 9,400. Uh, he's going against the the Blue Jays, and uh, I understand the Blue Jays are really good, but you know we're we're over 100 games into the season, and you know the, it's it's time to kind of check where the narratives are versus you know versus where they are in reality because. The Blue Jays, everyone's scared scared to death of their lineup, and and rightfully so in most cases. But they also have the twentieth, or the ranked twentieth in, in weighted on base since the All Star break. They haven't been just absolutely mashing people like people uh, kind of perceive that they have. And then with McCullers uh, at home, he's got a two two eight ERA. Uh, he's got seventy four strikeouts and just fifty five. Uh, innings pitched at home that's I mean that's just an insane strikeout rate Uh, he's got double digit strikeouts in three of his last five outings uh, and his K rate overall in the season is 11.79 so you know even if he gets touched up for a run or two certainly within their own possibility against the Blue Jays in that sort of uh, ballpark but at the same time McCullers is going to rack up so many strikeouts that uh, it it sort of nullifies any sort of uh, earned run uh, issues that he might have. And then Dickey's going to be going on the mound for the Blue Jays. I think the Astros are going to crush him. So McCullers should get the run support that he needs to get the win in addition to the case. Yeah, you know, John, I really do like that pick. I can't knock anybody that wants to go bum guard tonight. I think that has to be your first choice. But I have a hard time putting hitters together, especially when you're looking at that 11800 price tag. That's Clayton Kershaw against the Padres. Right. When he's in midseason form and the Padres have already sold everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you need matchup-wise to be able to justify paying that much. So, it's true. Yeah, I mean, Giants minus 220 favorites. You've got that. Uh, good for him. Way to go. I, I'm with you there. McCullers, I, you know, I got burned by not using him a couple Fridays ago on the Roto-Wire Challenge here on FanDuel. Uh, so I really do like him and the matchup tonight. Of course, Houston minus 160 favorites. But 
Speaking of win probability, I want to offer up another option. It's a road team, and that's Garrett Cole and the Pirates against Mike Fultonevich and the Braves. Now, the Pirates are going to head to Turner Field, where there are minus 175 favorites. The over-under on that game is only 7.5. Now, I know the Braves are getting a little stronger with Matt Kemp. Still inexplicable why they did that to me, but that's not yeah. the that's not the point of the pod today. <laughs> it's uh, analyzing this pitching matchup here. And, yeah, I, I, just, I just like where Cole's going. And I want to offer an alternative. I think... Uh, you know, if we would have both blindly written a name down and submitted it, I think we might have both written down McCullers tonight. But I just, I do want to offer up Cole as an alternative in case you want to do a couple lineups. And they're the same price. So if you get a set of hitters you really like with that, maybe do one with Cole and, and two or three with McCullers yeah, just so you, can, so you can uh, kind of hedge yourself just in case if you're doing, you know, a few entries in a dollar tournament, a couple $2.50s if you're going and going to enter the big double up, that kind of thing. Uh, but a lot to like back to back quality starts here for Garrett Cole. His last time out was a complete game, one run effort, uh, six strikeouts in that one. So he actually hasn't had double digit strikeouts in quite a while, but I'm going with the win probability here. There's a reason he sits at 95. So really liking him tonight. Me too. But let's move on to hitters, John. I think we can agree on the pitching matchup, how it's better to save a a couple thousand dollars. But even if you are going from that middle tier there, you're still paying 94, 9,500 here. Starting off at the catcher spot, uh, which one jumps out at you to maybe find some value? Uh, to me, the, this uh, this sort of catcher uh, slate, you know, like looking at the prices and, and who's out there, is a mess. Honestly, I had a very hard time uh, finding a, a, a catcher that <clears throat> that I could realistically justify talking about on the podcast. And I just felt like, even though James Shields has kind of been on a roll lately, it's it's been almost bizarre his turnaround but I think you can you know you pick either uh James McCann or Jared Saltalamacchia tonight they're both in the in like the low to mid 2000s so you're really not uh you you don't need a whole lot from them to get a decent return um I'm guessing that Saltalamacchia is going to get the start because uh, McCann is so bad against right-handers uh it's salty not not a ton better but still uh better enough and he has nine home runs off of righties so I I imagine that he'll probably get the start and if that's the case you know why not just sort of punt it and it with get a little bit of upside and you know maybe James Shields comes back to earth a little bit uh but in general you know it, I think catcher catchers somewhere where I'm punting tonight yeah I like, I like where your head's at going after James Shields because from his time in Kansas City a lot of the Tigers they have a really good sample size against him and some of them have some really good numbers we'll get to that as we continue moving through hitters today uh, one other spot I want to highlight from the catcher spot you mentioned a lot of high priced options you start off with Grandal at 3700 he gets that Coors Field boost uh, maybe wouldn't be so much if he wouldn't have hit a couple homers the other night but right. he's there atop of, uh, on top of Buster Posey at 3600 Vmart at 3600 and Wilson Ramos at 3500. Luke Croy, we'll see how he settled in. He's 3300 in his new home with Texas. But I'm going to go right below that. Nick Hundley is only three grand here, and that's and he's at Coors Field. So normally you see Grandal getting that huge, almost thousand dollars Coors Field boost to 3700. I'm going to take the backstop on the other half. He'll get to face a, a lefty in Brandon McCarthy, and I, I just there's there's. A lot to like there, I think, with uh, Hundley at three thousand dollars. Sure. You're just, I mean, you're not over, um, you're not overpaying for that Coors Field boost like you normally do, and I'm always inclined to do that. Excuse me, Brandon McCarthy, right-handed. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I messed that up there, but anyway, moving on to first base, John, you've got an intriguing option here going against your home team. Who do you like? That's true. Uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta 
pay attention to the facts. And I, I've been watching a good bit of the Rangers lately. And Mitch Moreland is, I, I don't know if there's a hotter uh, bat in baseball at this at this exact moment. Uh, he's 3,700 tonight. So, you know, right up there with, with the expensive guys. But, uh, you know, and that's definitely expensive for a guy that, that usually hits six or lower in the order. But, I mean, the dude is so freaking locked in right now. Uh, he slashed 455, 478 uh, one point, or with a 1.136 uh OPS in five home runs over the last week. That's just those are just insane numbers. And tonight he's going to be facing a guy in Dylan Bundy. Uh, Bundy's been you know pretty solid. It kind of exceeded my expectations as far as he as far as he's gone as a starter. But it seems like every start uh, the wheels start to come off after after a certain number of pitches or a certain number of innings, and uh, somebody tags him for a home run. And I think Moreland is more likely than not going to be that guy tonight. I think he, mm-hmm. he has a very good chance to, to put one out over the right field scoreboard. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, John, but at that price, I think I'm going to actually save $100 and go to Miguel Cabrera at first base. He's my pick. He's $3,600. you are getting pretty good value as opposed to someone that you know could or maybe even should be over 4000 And it's a BVP thing, again. I mentioned a lot of Tiger Tigers hitters getting a lot of looks at James Shields. Miguel Cabrera, granted, a lot of these years were his prime years, and, and he's maybe, I, I don't want to say on the back end of his career, he's still being productive, but he's right. not like, he's not probably not going to win an MVP this year just saying that but anyway against James Shields he's 22 for 60 with 12 extra base hits and three home runs an OPS of almost 1100 now you look at the other high OPSs it's all about 15 at bat sample size he's faced him 60 times he sees him not only does he know what he's bringing to the table he can help the other Tigers hitters a little bit so uh, yeah I can see uh, I'm gonna go heavy on this game than I think most people are and I think the Tigers although pricey there could be a pretty solid sneaky stack here uh this evening here Definitely. but uh let's let's go on to second base though john who are you liking at the keystone uh i do like scooter Jeanette. i, I want to clarify one thing i said last um when i said moreland has a 1.136 uh, ops uh, i read that wrong i actually i thought that i had written that down incorrectly but that's actually what he's slugging over the last week holy cow good yeah roll. so okay well, just, good, good thing to clarify that because that's sure very you, easily to you can skip that on a, on a slash line there that is insane um but yeah i'm going scooter Jeanette here uh 2900 going against perdomo and and the uh padres tonight perdomo his home era is sitting at a, at a nice and tidy 9.0 over 26 innings uh I like that. I like a, I like a hitter that's going against a pitcher like that. And conversely, Jeanette's been pretty awesome of late, uh, slashing 478, 576, 522 over the last week. I just don't think he's going to cool down tonight. He's got the platoon advantage, and he's a bargain at 2900. I think he is. I think he's way underpriced. I, I would pay up to 3500 for Jeanette tonight with this matchup. So, getting him at 2900 is a steal. Yeah, this Brewers infield about to see a little bit of a restructure here. Jonathan Villar, regular shortstop, is going to move over to third base uh, because Orlando Arcia, 21-year-old top prospects, finally getting called up. Going to see a lot of the reps at shortstop, but uh, one thing worth noting is that... uh, He's not on the FanDuel slate tonight, at least with anything I'm thinking of. Maybe he'll be added in some contests that are late, but I think he's going to have to get stats, and maybe he'll be a potential value play yeah. uh, later on in the week. So something to watch, Orlando Arcia. He'll probably enter at 2500 or less, and, and, mm-hmm. and that, that's value every time. But, but no, I like where your head's at with Scooter. Perdomo has... 
he's been he was okay in his last start, but he has had his rough patches this year. So I couldn't I, I can't dog you too much for going scooter. Uh, for me, I had a real tough time finding value at second base, right in that range. I, I could consider Colton Wong for three thousand dollars at Coors Field East, aka Great American Ballpark. Yep. He gets uh, yeah a right hander in Dan Straley, who's probably been one of the Reds' better pitching options actually. But I I don't mind Colton Wong tonight. Otherwise, uh, the chalk play at second, if you can afford it, might be Jason Kipnis here at thirty nine hundred. He gets a pretty nice matchup against Gibson and the Twins, and Kipnis is pretty much a twin killer there. So uh, someone to look at, you know, as opposed to some of the other high priced options here. But uh, moving on over to the hot corner, John, uh, like the Coors Field option tonight. I do, and uh, usually I'm not going to go Justin Turner if he's at Mm 4,000. But, I mean, I'm so excited for this matchup. We got Justin Turner versus John Gray, like two of the most powerful redheaded players in in all of baseball right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm just so so excited to just visually see that. And then, you know, Turner at Coors Field actually has an excellent track record. 365 hitter, 960 OPS, over 52 at-bats. He's a reverse split guy, so as a right-handed hitter, he actually hits right-handed pitching uh, better than he does lefties. 15 home runs off of righties this year. Uh, It's pretty solid. Uh, And, you know, like I said, uh, it's a showdown of the guys with red hair, and I think Turner's going to have the edge thanks to it being in Coors Field. So I am going to pay up for him. Uh, Let's do it, man. I'm pumped. I really do like that option if you can afford it. Again, price is often a question when you get to a $4,000 guy like that. I'm going to knock the price back a little bit and go after Jake Lamb at 3,200. He gets the lefty-righty matchup against Tanner Roark, who's been through a little bit of a rough patch. With Jake Lamb, I mean, for the longest time, in the top 10 in NL OPS, like overall OPS. And I just think that you're getting a guy uh, with Encarnacion, uh, Machado, Bryant potential for an Adrian Beltre, Nick Castellanos price. Exactly. This is kind of how I, I average that out. So uh, there's a lot of big potential there for some pop. He's been solid, one of the Diamondbacks' better hitters here. And you get a little bit of a price break there. So he's someone that I'm going to look at big time night here now shortstop's an intriguing position one of those that i had the toughest time picking my spot tonight but who are you going with at shortstop yeah shortstop was really kind of difficult to parse out um but I, after looking at everything I, i'm going to end up going with francisco lindor uh of the indians uh kind of like what you're saying about kipnis uh but lindor is going to be hitting third so he's going to be hitting behind kipnis he's probably getting on base uh, a few times tonight and Lindor is a guy that uh, kind of like my argument uh, for for my second base pick earlier earlier uh, with Scooter Jeanette uh, I would pay up to like 38 3900 for Lindor so at 3400 uh, he's cheaper than a guy like Trey Turner uh, I just really like Lindor's upside I think he's gonna uh, smash that sort of uh, expected value at just 3400 yeah, right on. I mean, there's a good chance that how did I miss Lindor at 3400? That's normally a pretty good discount for him. I think uh, at shortstop, me personally, again, this is a night where you almost have to. I don't know. I don't want to say have to, but Corey Seager, yeah, he's 4400 dollars. But I looked at every projections resource everywhere, aggregated them together, and Seager's projected to get anywhere from five to ten more fantasy points than the next highest shortstop. Well, so, uh, you know, he gets the lefty-righty matchup there, at um, and then of course the Coors Field boost. So big time. If you can't go uh, Seager, or you can't, or you're not really sure about Lindor, who I think is an excellent fine play by the way as well. 
I look, maybe there's Anderson Simmons at 2,400. That's kind of a stretch, but he gets a pretty decent matchup this evening as well. So just kind of a punt play. You know, I was trying to look at possibly some of the better punt plays on the slate. And, and you know, with all those high-priced options, it was tough to find one. But then you get Simmons against Sean Manea and uh, the Oakland A's. So something exactly. to consider there. All right, but let's go on to... Uh, the next spot here, uh, the outfield, where we got a few options here. You got some higher price, lower price guys. Anyone that you're really uh, cluing in on on Tuesday night, John? Uh, let's see. Because I like some of the expensive infielders a, a lot. I'm I'm kind of using some some cheaper outfielders tonight. Um, one of them, he's probably going to be highly owned. This could be a pitfall for me, but uh, Max Kepler, uh, just 2,800, coming off of obviously the best game of his career, three run, three home run evening against the Indians. He's going to have a tougher matchup tonight going against Carrasco instead of uh, Salazar. But, I mean, at 2,800, he exhibited the, the kind of pop that you want to see. And he has been – I mean, that wasn't a fluke. That wasn't like watching uh, – like David Eckstein hit three home runs. I mean, Kepler's a guy that that can mash. So big prospect. He has the pedigree, all that pedigree, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So and he's German. That's cool. I like all that. So <laughs> I'll go with him at twenty eight hundred. Uh, then moving on, uh, Adam Eaton. Uh, he's going against Anibal Sanchez. He's thirty four hundred. You know what what Eaton brings to the table? He's got that speed. He can you know stretch a single into a double. He can he can steal a base if you need to. Uh, Sanchez just isn't a big league starter anymore in my opinion so to to get that soft of a matchup at, uh priced at just 3400 mm-hmm. I'll take that and then Yelich uh, I noticed that Yelich and, and uh Stanton are kind of the same price they're at like 3300 maybe 3400 respectively um so kind of a coin flip that FanDuel is kind of daring you to choose um but I do kind of I prefer Yelich tonight uh he's just awesome against righties awesome on the road and I think his floor is higher than Stanton's these days so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Yelich here at 3300 yeah, that's that's a good bet. I would almost put the rule at this: you're playing in a cash game, roll Yelich. You're in a GPP, roll Stanton because Stanton's more likely to go for two or three homers in sure. a game, but Yelich has a much better chance of getting you a baseline of ten, fifteen fantasy points. Yep. So something to like today. I want to throw out a couple other crazy outfield options here. I, I guess not crazy outfield options. Uh, one of them is probably going to be the batter versus pitcher matchup of the day. That, uh, you know, I mean, Miguel Cabrera has a good one, but I mean, Melky Cabrera here against Anibal Sanchez, who you mentioned, uh, I think we can agree Sanchez is probably long relief on a bad team at best these right. days. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, Melky Cabrera, both the Cabreras today, just just call it the Cabrera stack because <laughs> both of those guys, uh, although they're on opposite teams here, they both have excellent matchups in a game that's going to have a lot of run scores. Melky Cabrera, uh, 15 for 34, a couple of extra base hits there, doesn't strike out a ton you know hitting 441 against Anibal Sanchez and a lot of that against Anibal Sanchez was against good Anibal Sanchez so now we're regressing Anibal Sanchez I mean yeah Cabrera is a couple years older but it's not like he's going to fall off the rails completely so I do like Melky Cabrera you will have to pay 3600 for him uh, so that's a little bit pricey another option in a similar range I don't mind Hunter Pence, who gets a pretty good matchup against Zach Eflin. And because Pence is just getting back, I don't think his price has quite reached its ceiling yet. It's not right. exactly where it could be just yet. So uh, something to think about. Um, 
Also, David Peralta, I know I mentioned him yesterday, didn't do a whole lot here, but uh, he's only 2,200, and he gets a much better better matchup tonight. He gets Tanner Roark tonight as opposed to Steven Strasburg right. uh, last night. So, uh, you know, he gets a matchup that he can absolutely ex- succeed in. I don't know if you double-check the lineup just to make sure he's in and that he's starting consistently, but Peralta's your punt play. Lastly, I know FanDuel finally, finally moved Brandon Moss to outfield eligible. I haven't seen news on it yet, but he's only 3,200, and there's a chance he gets activated tonight. So kind of a Ooh. sneaky play, like a GPP play. He'll have a pretty good, uh, a pretty solid matchup there, something to think about. And, you know, you got that outfield eligibility, so there's that. And I just think his ownership's going to be super low tonight because a lot of guys have essentially forgot about him. So, I mean, if you can get your hands on... on uh, Brandon Moss, and then maybe have him put one out, you're at a huge advantage there because, uh, yeah, the price just isn't quite uh, quite there yet. He gets Dan Straley with a lefty-righty matchup at Great American Ballpark, so there's a lot to like with that big time right on here well mlb season is here and that means daily fantasy baseball continues to be in full swing go to fanduel.com to play now remember that building the team is easy just pick your players stay under the salary cap and sit back tonight and watch your team win entry fees start at just one dollar so anyone can play john i'm in the process of moving right now and I have so much of my stuff packed up that the one thing that I'm leaving out, essentially in the whole living room, I'm going to sit on a folding chair, is watch the big TV and watch some baseball games so I can watch those FanDuel lineups tonight. I'm trying to save money with movie and expenses, so it's not like I'm going out tonight or, or hitting the links or anything after work, but baseball is one of those ways where I can put a couple bucks uh, in a FanDuel lineup kickback. Like like it says here, watch your team win, hoping that'll happen here tonight. I'm literally in the same boat, man. I, I just started the process of moving stuff to my new place yesterday and mm-hmm. uh, made sure, you know, to call Charter to get to get my cable set up when I got there. So mm-hmm. so I did have, you know, access to, to internet and T V last night watching watching the Brewers late night. I do love I do love when the Brewers go out on the West Coast. It kinda gives you an excuse to stay up a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Now see, I don't even have any cable or satellite dish right now. I use an internet connection just so I can uh and then I use a Chromecast to oh, cast yeah. the baseball game of my choice from my phone. So that's how I do it. There we go. And you just need internet for that. So random tech plug there and then I swear we didn't get paid for that. It's just convenient. But uh, <laughs> anyway, to finish up our hitter discussion here, John, got to pick a chalk play today. I know we like to do the Ralph Wiggum chalk play on the XM radio show in the morning. If you had to pick one quote-unquote chalk play for the day, who would it be? It's got to be Mitch Moreland for me. I just think the home run upside because I, I just know – I watched every Dylan Bundy start. I just know he's going to give one up. I mean, the the Rangers lineup, it, it's just unrelenting, especially now that they've gotten Lucroy. Uh, and Beltron, I mean, that's it, just, it's almost unfair. Uh, you you look at that lineup one through nine. So, you know, Moreland, even if he is hitting middle third, bottom third, I still like his chances to put one out, especially in Baltimore. All right. See, yeah, like I said, I think we're going to, this is going to go back to our first base discussion. Mm-hmm. I can see where you're coming from with Moreland, but I'm going to save a hundred bucks and go Miguel Cabrera as my chalk play in most lineups. I don't think you can really go wrong with either of those guys. I just, I, I maybe, maybe, Cabrera's your safe chalk play in uh, in cash games just because of what he's been able to do. Moreland maybe with, brings a little bit more upside, but perhaps less stability. Sure. I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch. But again, both guys, similar price. Make sure you're using one of those two tonight, saving money at first base compared to the top tier of options. So you got Moreland. Does that mean that uh, the Rangers are going to be your stack of the day? Yeah, I think that they got to be in consideration. Uh, pretty much every time they go to Baltimore, they put up a ton of runs. It's just sort of 
tradition. I mean, starting back from that game in 05 when they when they've scored 30 runs on the Orioles, that was that was a low point. But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I think I think this Rangers offense, like I said, is just so so solid. One to nine. Uh, you, you'll need to kind of navigate your value guys uh, mm-hmm. within there to make sure that you can string together uh, about three guys uh, to make it really a nice cohesive stack. Uh, a little bit off the beaten path, but something that we've been hinting at is, is the White Sox probably uh, mm-hmm. going against Sanchez. I, I feel like I don't use the White Sox a ton in DFS as far as their uh, hitters go, but I think tonight is definitely a time where, I, where I'll, I'll be making an exception, kind of using guys for the first or second time because I just love the matchup so much. Yeah, I mean, the White Sox, as an offense, in the last 30 days, they have the fourth worst weighted on base percentage, so they're right. pretty terrible. <laughs> a team you don't think of in general when it comes to stacks here. That being said, you can maybe get a sneaky one in there against a guy like Anibal Sanchez. Right. I, and I'm actually taking the opposite side of that and going with the Tigers. I think both of those uh, both of those lineups have the potential to score a ton of runs tonight and are both worth recommending there. I mean, uh, that kind of brings us into the over-under. The game on that is, the over-under on that is 10 runs here. Uh, and, and to put that in perspective, the Dodgers-Rockies at Coors Field is just, is ten and a half, so it's almost as much as a Coors Field game there. When Jeez. you think of that uh, that James Shields Anibal Sanchez pitching matchup, then the old, only other over under on the slate that even comes close here is the Rangers with you Darvish at the or- Orioles here and Dylan Bundy. So uh, the kind of the Rangers stack that you recommended that game is nine. One way or another, you're going to want to find a way to get yourself a piece of either of those. My piece of the Coors Field is the catcher at 3,000, and then I'm going heavy on those other two games, uh, especially also Corey Seager, as I mentioned earlier here. But if you want to afford a a stack like that, they're going to be pretty expensive. So you might have to sacrifice on your pitcher, a strategy we don't typically recommend trying in cash games, but for your GPPs, who are you looking at uh, as a slightly more cost-effective pitching option tonight? I'm going to go with my guy, Matt Shoemaker of the Angels. Uh, he's only priced at 8500 and he, as we've mentioned, he's going against Shamanaya, a young lefty that's still kind of working things out. Uh, and Oakland just shipped off uh, Josh Reddick to the Dodgers, so that's one less bat that you have to be concerned about. And Shoemaker's home numbers are, are very impressive, and they get progressively more impressive as I read them off. We got a 3-2-3 home ERA, a 1.13 whip, and then his... Uh, He's got 68 strikeouts and nine walks in 55 and two-thirds innings pitched. That's th- Those are insane numbers. That, oh, yeah. that, that ratio and plus the, the K per nine there, that, I mean, that is just – that's tremendous stuff there. So you're getting that at just 8,500 against a pretty punchless lineup, in my opinion. And then, uh, you know, I think the Angels actually sneakily could give him some run support. They actually have the third best weighted on base – uh, since the break and top 10 weighted on base against lefties on the season. Mm-hmm. So th- those are two things, you know, kind of working in their favor. So maybe Shoemaker, the, his problem in terms of the wins has always been get it, getting the run support, it feels like. He he can always get there, get there seven innings or so, and then, they, you know, you look at the end of the game and the Angels just didn't push any runs across. But I think tonight they will be able to do that. They'll be able to, to lift Shoemaker up, and I think he's going to rack up some Ks. Uh, not make a whole lot of mistakes. I think he. I think he could very well uh, be a really good play tonight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. I'm going to offer up another option for our listeners here. Took a little bit of heat for the Jimmy Nelson pick last night after he uh, had coughed up six earned runs. But the reasoning behind that I still think is sound with yeah. that Padres matchup. So I'm going to go back to the Brewers tonight and look at Zach Davies. And uh, a little bit more expensive than Nelson was yesterday, but that's because Davies has been rolling of late. You're going to find him at only 7900 And just take a look. His last four games, 40-40, 36-35, Three, won three of his last four uh, strikeouts not a ton up there but I like his win probability as does Las Vegas as the Brewers are minus 110 road favorites uh, there's the ballpark factor of course there's the fact that uh, the Padres no longer have Matt Kemp I don't know if that right. helps or hurts their strikeout percentage exactly <laughs> I guess we'll see team in the last 30 days striking out at a clip of about 27 percent there so uh, I mean yeah, the Jimmy Nelson pick kind of blew it, but I think Davies at least has more momentum in his side and, and should be a viable option. I could even see using him in a cash game at 7,900, getting your 35, 40 points, mm-hmm. uh, which I, th- I think is a floor tonight. I, maybe that's a little bit outlandish, but I think that's a floor given the matchup and the circumstances yeah. tonight. and uh, it's funny how you bring up Matt Kemp there, and I, I thought about it for a second. It's like, all right, who's, who's replacing Kemp? It's Jabari Blash, and uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's like a lock to strike out at least twice a game. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah. So they're pretty much exercise. They're in full seller mode and they're exercising their young options. They're going to probably have, you know, not certainly, but probably have Rondon start over Alexi Ramirez, the veteran, because you know what you're getting out of Alexi, not so much out of Rondon yet, kind of an up and comer. Right. And his numbers weren't exactly great in the minors either. No. I remember writing those notes saying that they're going to get consistent playing time for the rotowire.com website. And this Padres lineups, you know, outside of the likes of Will Myers is looking more and more like about a triple A squad here. True. The, the quad A lineup of the day here. And they were striking out a ton before the, they moved Matt Kemp. And again, I just that matchup is going to be one for me to target the rest of the year. I know it didn't work out with Jimmy Nelson last night, but I think it will with Zach Davies tonight. Real quick before we wrap up uh, the weather watch. Nothing looking super likely, super risky, uh, but, uh, you know, Texas at Baltimore, we've got about a 50% chance of rain there, so uh, there is a light breeze to maybe slightly take back home run chances. I'd watch the forecast just to be safe there. Um, other than that, I'm looking down the weather reports here, Dome, Dome, uh, Pirates, Braves, I mentioned Garrett Cole in our cash game slate there. Also about a 50% chance of rain. I mean, it's a little bit early in the day to be calling this, so you might want to check back on the Rotowire weather report there just to be safe. So, yeah, just those two games looking like uh, some rain effect, uh, not like a no big thunderstorms or anything, but just a chance that the game's slightly affected by yeah. rain, so something to watch here. Well, thank you for listening to the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Remember that first-time FanDuel users that make a deposit of $25 or more via Rotowire can get six months of complimentary access. Or to check out rotowire.com on your own, go to rotowire.com slash pod. That is rotowire.com slash P-O-D. Once again, I'm Jake Letarski. You can follow me on Twitter at jakeski 52 And I'm John McKechnie. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny McKex. The Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast will return Wednesday with Benny and James. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide. In theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.